Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Big Show. This is our first show of 2024 for The Big Show. Unless you watched The Mac Show last week, in which case you might have thought you were watching The Big Show because I'm incapable of remembering over like a, a two or three week period what these shows are. I'm like a goldfish. Anyhow, uh, I'm also Jeff Gammon. I'm your interim host. And uh, it, it is just wonderful to be back. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to, to, get, to get to hang out with so many cool people. And uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be us. Yes. See, <laughs> Patrice, you're becoming self-aware. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you, the, the three of you, you're awesome people. Just just so there's no ambiguity here. You are all awesome people. <laughs> um, it's okay, Patrice. Sometimes you just have to take that leap and trust. It's okay. Trust the awesomeness. Trust the awesomeness. Yep. Um, speaking of awesome, we, we are all incredibly awesome prognosticators. And what we do each year, <laughs> the first show of the year, we offer our predictions for the for the year. So this time last year, we were we were offering up our predictions of what we thought was going to happen in 2023. And here we are in 2024, so either we were right or not. And uh, we also need to talk about what our predictions for 2024 will be so that come January 2025, we can all either laugh at how ridiculously wrong we were or bask in the glory of our brilliance. <laughs> and uh, um, Patrice, since you go to the trouble to put all of this together and keep track of the uh the predictions how about if i hand it over to you just like i did on the mac show mm -hmm. last week and uh, yeah. and let you run with this but we should before we do that we you should you should tell and, and like say hello to everybody shouldn't you you see Here's the part where I already start showing that I am an idiot because over the course of three weeks, I cannot even remember how to do this show. Um, so I, I will just roll with it and say, wow, Patrice, what a great idea. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm back at back, at, back to work this week. And it's been a really cold but really nice and sunny week here um still winter so i still hate it like it's not my time of the year but i'm good i finally figured out a weird bug with my router it was crashing it's really strange like whenever like it, and it seemed to happen when i came home sometimes like i would come home or whatever or leave and then all of a sudden the router crashed I remember you talking about this. Yeah, mm. I figured out what it was. Like I, th that's the advantage of like professional gear, or because you can just SSH in and just look at the locks and watch it, and eventually you will see what happens. And mm -hmm. so did I. And I, I finally noticed, like there was a, like all of a sudden there was a lot of messages in in one particular lock file, and then that where the lock file was stored, ran out of disk space, and all of a sudden everything stopped. I'm like, huh, that is interesting. So I and huh. I, I reported it, and and I like the mitigation was just disable logging or like turn it down a little bit so it's not logging as much. And 
Um, I'm I'm talking right now to to two two hardware manufacturers, basically my my router vendor Ubiquiti and also my smart block vendor, um, because need like one it shouldn't crash if the lock grows too fast, and two it like the lock shouldn't just like swamp the network with like so many requests that it just crashes. So yeah, your your door lock should not be doing DDoS. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> uh, it's sending it's sending uh, like bonjour or matter messages. So hmm. that's what's happening in the background. I see is that. that. I still a see thing? It the... Is that still a thing, bonjour? It is. It, it, it is, it is still a, It is used everywhere. Like I mean, like your like AirPrint. Basically, everything in your network is still based on bonjour in the background. As with any same... Apple. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. No, port. I mean... What is it? Port fifty three fifty three. I think is the the correct one so yeah it's still happening and you see it unlocks and it's and it's usually like every device is sending like a little bit and if you do something it's ending a little bit like you see the messaging going around but with this lock it was like all of the sudden like it exploded so something happened and it was apparently so fast that it completely overwhelmed the the lock rotation mechanism. So there's a, like it has 16 megabytes for the lock and like usually if it gets like beyond a certain size it just like throws them away but it was so fast that that mechanism completely failed so interesting it was an interesting error and i was quite happy and i figured that out that was well, like wasn't it last show even yeah the, the mech show, last show you were fun. speculating that the lock might have something to do with it yeah yeah so now i know now you know it took me a couple of days to to actually figure it out because it seems to be like the perfect storm <laughs> Uh, like happening like it didn't happen every time it just like sometimes I, i'm guessing like when the phone and the lock at the same time and the network whatever and then all of this because of course the phone also does it like they send sends a couple messages when it enters the network so i'm guessing kind of something happened that it came all together and then it just exploded. So now we know storm. perfect storm literally <laughs> you can yeah. see it like it's in the log like it's all of a sudden it's like the matrix like Oh, my, okay. I, I can totally see it, too. <laughs> and if he had a bigger screen, it would be totally full. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how big it's, the screen is. It's just exactly. yeah. it's just full. No, it was, was, it, was, it was interesting. It took me, like, I think three days of having the locks open and, like, not my Mac not sleeping and anything, so I could I could catch it. Wow. So, there's that. But that's me. Wow. Nicely done. And, uh, Tom, how are you? I am doing great, Jeff. Thank you. Um, had a great holiday. Had lots of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. All my nieces and nephews wore me out a bit. They're younger. They can go <laughs> for longer than <laughs> sure. I can. But we had a lot of fun. A lot of day trips. Went to the beach, the city. Nice. Lots of, lots of fun stuff. So it was very good. And I'm extremely excited that my neighbor is having work done on the house, which involves a compressor and a jackhammer this morning. It started about 30 minutes Wonderful. ago. So hopefully you're not hearing any of it. No. I thought you would say started about 530. No, no, they didn't start too early, thankfully. But I'm giving them a pass because this is the house that had to wait six months to get their electricity hooked oh. up. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, the 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 unintended consequence of waiting for all that is they had a permit to put some irrigation stuff underground. They needed a permit to dig up the ground, and of course that permit expired because they had to wait <laughs> for electricity. 
they had to wait for PG&E to come first, then they could dig the hole. So they had to wait another, I think it's been four weeks to get that permit for irrigation digging redone. So they're I, obviously I'm not going to give them any grief for jackhammers and compressors. They've been through enough. You know, you should probably take them like a bottle of wine to celebrate. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, ho hopefully you don't have to listen to jackhammers too long today. I hope not. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Um, Ian, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's been a good week so far. Past yet another certification thing. When I got nice. my VMware VCP, I'm now a VCP dash DVC, which is data center virtualization thing. It's I need it's one of these weird things where I've worked with VMware products since version three. We're on version eight now. Pretty much since it's been invented, I've worked with it in one way or another, in one capacity or another over the last God, it might be about fifteen years. And so, but this year finally, I've, I've gone around and got the certification that says I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice and you know it's, it's, it's very certified person yeah vmware certified professional or vmware wow. by, by by broadcom certified professional of course now <laughs> you get stripes for your jacket for that i don't know I, I'm, I'm i've got a nice badge that they sent me by credly huh. credly keeps sending me emails saying well you got a new badge nice maybe i've got my well, give... see, I've got, I, I kept i mean i'm gonna have enough to fill a wall here so <laughs> Given given what Broadcom is doing with VMware, that those might become collector's items pretty quickly. Yeah. Did you see they've? Uh, I mean, a mate sent me a link to San Francisco Chronicle. They've they've just sold a vast quantity of the, um, or, or at least leased out bits of the building, haven't they? Uh, uh, well, they basically Octan is is Broadcom is not a technology company; it's a financial company. Yeah, yeah. They kind of mm -hmm. act like a. Uh, what do they call it? You know, the firms that do the asset stripper. Yeah. So they've stripped a bunch, and... right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, get all the valuable bits and then chuck away the rest. Great. Great for the shareholders. Not so great for the customers and employees. Yeah. I, I see a flaw with this uh, process. <laughs> yeah, me too. Definitely. Yeah. The, not just so a million square feet of their Silicon Valley campus. Well, the thing is, Hawk Tan is really big about return to office. He was, you know, mm. forcing people to come back to the office as quickly as possible. And the reason why they're getting rid of space is because they're laying off so many people. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's three it's three four oh one Hillview. That was the name of the uh, the, the building. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not the it's not the first company in Silicon Valley. Oh no, on that. I mean, remember Apple. Apple's camp, Apple's new next spaceship is built on the on old HP campus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and Tom could probably tell us what what it was even before that. So it was Trilogy Microsystems. <laughs> yeah, I worked there. Nice in the eighties. <laughs> I I remember the HP building. Um, actually, since HP, okay, so where you were when you worked there, it wasn't HP, and that was in the eighties. No. I mean, it, there was a whole bunch of buildings there. The building I worked in was one of probably 30 or 40 that got consumed by by the Apple campus. I mean, they, they got rid of streets and stuff. There were oh, right. there was, yeah, you yeah. know, Ridgeview, Ridgeview Court. I worked in Ridgeview Court, which butted right up against 280. 
Uh, but there are a lot of companies there. Okay. I, I have family that used to live in uh, Sunnyvale and San Jose. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so aunt and uncle that lived like 10 minutes from the Apple campus. And anyhow, it was like the Apple campus, the HP campus, they, they were just like there. And, and uh, every time we'd go anywhere, you're driving past one or both of them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely right. It used to in the old days it used to be Hard HP. to miss. Now it's it's Apple and Google. I mean, just driving around, it's amazing. Apple has buildings everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things a lot of people don't know. They think, oh, there's like Apple Park and there's like the old no. loop, but no, like it's like everywhere. Like the Cupertino, Mountain View, Sunnyvale, Santa Clara. They're yeah. they just wherever they can get space, they buy it, you know, yeah. they buy it or lease it. Um yeah, they're um I had a cousin who had a um, um, a shop, like an industrial shop, in one of the industrial uh, strip areas in Sunnyvale. And it was amazing when you go down all the little side roads, all through those industrial areas, you'd see signs up for, at the time, Netscape. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you'd also see Apple and uh, and all of these other companies, many of which are gone now, but they had like little mm. mini areas just right. scattered yeah. throughout all of those industrial spots. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that that's one of the things I know from like Apple, uh, people working at Apple, like you don't necessarily work in the campus. Like you, you might think that, but chances are quite, quite high. You might work somewhere else. Like yeah. I wonder what many the other places, you know, between the space, the spaceship and the old headquarters, if you add those two together, the employees in those two places versus the employees that are in all these miscellaneous mm -hmm. buildings, I wonder if it's probably 25% of the people are not in either, either of those two buildings. At least, I would guess. At yeah. least. That's yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and then they have campuses around the world that are also right. not not tiny, at least. Like, I mean, there's, right. there's Austin, in the U.S., even there's a couple others, and then the, Yes, in the UK, London, and the Munich here, it's like a big one, and so on, like salty. They have a lot of people. Big company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. so now, Patrice, I would love to <laughs> hand it over to you so we can okay. talk about our previous predictions and our new predictions. Yes. So um, where do we start? Let's start with the rules. So we have to, we call this the annual BS. We, we christened it last year annual BS. <laughs> so for, I think, obvious reasons. So the BS consists of multiple rounds. Um, it depends a little bit on the number of panelists. Uh, today we will do, since we're four or more, we'll do two rounds. In each round, you, a panelist will, has or will introduce a new prediction for the upcoming year. Uh, the predictions start with the with the first show of the year. So for the big show, that's today. Anything that happened before today does not count. Um, and it ends on December 31st. So anything after that, until we do the first show, also out of con like contention. Um, predictions should be risky enough. So like if you, if you said whatever, there will be a new Android release this year, Oh, okay. I think that's kind of a duh moment. <laughs> it's like, okay, we, we know that's going to happen. Um, yeah, you cannot repeat predictions for sure. Um, and then 
yeah, we'll just, it, it has to, like, the prediction is deemed correct if it can be proven to have happened. Rumors do not count as proof. So we have to have some form official, uh, some form of official proof that something actually happened, like a press release or or some other way that we can say, okay, this is not just a rumor, this is actually confirmed. Uh, I think that's quite, quite important uh, because... Yeah, rumors happen all the time, but we don't know if they're, mm-hmm. if they're true at all. Um, and the person who has the highest number of correct predictions is then king or queen of VS for that year. And as we <laughs> saw on the Mac show this year, if there's a tie, we have a coin t- toss or multiple, if there's multiple, to figure out who actually won. So those are the rules. For last year, we had uh, three people doing predictions, Ben, Jeff, and me. And they were quite interesting predictions because none of them were correct. Like we had a zero percent. <laughs> well, wow. I don't even remember any of our predictions <laughs> from last year. Yeah, so th- th- that's I mean, yeah, me Shows neither. Um, <laughs> but it's also like it, it's it's a surprise because some of them I was like, yeah, could have could happen. Um, ben said, for example, that there would be an ARM-powered Windows gaming PC, and no, it did not happen. Uh, not a Windows gaming PC, and uh, definitely not ARM powered. Um, Jeff, you said there would be a big pushback against AI tools, and a large number of educational organizations would ban the use of the tools. Not and much to my surprise, um, that didn't happen. Also, no. I can totally see me making that prediction last year. <laughs> it it yeah. honestly, if I would have said, yeah, that kind of makes sense, and I kind of would yeah. have expected that, and. Mm, I mean, there was a little pushback here and there, but it was nothing big where everybody was saying, yeah, we're banning this or that. Um, <laughs> I predicted that Tesla would have shut down the full self-driving beta. And while they were required to, like they had to do, I think, two recalls by now to actually disable it in, 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 uh, in no, that wasn't full. The, the second one was, one was full self-driving and the other one was just the, the standard. Well, that was pretty close, though. That, that it was, was close, close, but but it's still like I checked actually on the not Tesla quite. website. It is yeah. still there, and they're still advertising it, so it's not shut down actually, which is crazy. But well, so w- what I'm hearing that. is that is that by the time we get to the end of listing last year's predictions, we go by who's the least wrong. And since, <laughs> and since you have to have it right to be the king or queen, we're going to end up with Princess Patrice. Uh, that could happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben said in the second round there would be a not insignificant number of Tesla shares purchased by activist investors. I didn't see any reports in that direction, so I don't. I don't think, given given what happened this year with Elon Musk and Tesla, I don't think any any activists would even dare to buy those those shares. Yeah. So nope, didn't happen. Um, Jeff, you said the Cybertruck is not shipping this year. There was a lot of Tesla in the beginning of the year. I, I was pretty close, though. <laughs> yeah. You, were, yeah. you, were, you were close, and then they started shipping and actually showing up. So <laughs> not that not that that's a good thing, but yeah, separate story. Um, I, I said Twitter will file for bankruptcy. It hasn't happened yet. I mean, still not there no X, That's but... still, a good one for, still a good one for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely still on the list. Um, 
Ben had in round three another cool one. He said, we will see a compl another complete reversal on DC from Warner Brothers Discovery. I didn't see any, anything no, happen with DC happen. Universe. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, you were all in on, on James Webb Telescope because you said there would be a big scientific discovery because of the JWT that pushes us closer to faster than light space travel. I, I, I don't love that any. prediction. I love it. I wanted to just <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I like your optimism. I feel the I feel the um the Star Trek vibes yeah, emanating totally. from that. There, there were a lot of really great discoveries. Definitely because yeah. of the but, telescope. But yeah. none that meet the criteria. No, unfortunately not. That that's that's sad. But there was also no big scandal surrounding a Samsung device this year. So that's, that's, a, good that's, thing. A, that's a surprise in itself. <laughs> that's a surprise in itself. Yeah. That's, but that's what that I predicted like, and like didn't a happen. Gimme prediction. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like saying happen. there'll be a new version of Android. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, almost. Yeah, but no, it didn't happen at all. Um, and then I had a non graded one, another Tesla one. We had a lot of Tesla on this list. Uh, we said Tesla's share price will fall below $90. It actually never fell below 108 So. It kind of, I think when we predicted that was kind of the low point. And from there, because the market overall was just going up, Tesla was going up again, which is surprising when you think about what happened with like Tesla and Twitter and people buying stickers for the Teslas and saying, I bought this before. Like Elon. And well, and plus they had the lower prices. True. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they hit their shipping volume. So it is a little surprising. We haven't seen. Yeah. As much movement on the Tesla stock price, but like you it's, said, the whole a, whole tech sector has been exactly. It's a two positive two fifty or two thirty or something like that currently. Yeah, it's quite it's quite quite up from from where it was last year. I haven't checked today, but when I when I when I check those predictions in end of December, it was like somewhere somewhere mid two hundreds, I think. So that is. What we predicted last year said it's. Uh, yeah, I I'm thinking Patrice, you had the closest, um, okay. to a correct answer, or yeah. a correct pick. So all right, I, um, <laughs> that was but all hail Prince Patrice. I need my I, like I need that. my tiara then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird things. Um, yeah, so it's we said we were we were and there, there were a lot of good things and a lot of things where I, I would have like I would have said yeah sure that's gonna happen I mean maybe the James Webb telescope was was a bit of a stretch but the other things like pushback against AI tools like a lot of Tesla stuff Cybertruck not shipping like all of them were kind of yeah obvious and none of that happened. The high queen of BS. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the high queen of BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right. So that brings us to this year's predictions. And uh, the random.org generator has picked an order for us, which means we start with Tom and your first prediction. I go first. Oh, that means I actually have to pick something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I'll I'll do I'll do a a semiconductor one just mm -hmm. because 
I have to. Um, <laughs> you have to currently, be on brand. Yeah, right. Currently, Intel, uh, meaning in December of 23, uh, announced their roadmap for their process roadmap. And they had 18A, which is 1.8 nanometer, 18 angstroms. Their foundry version of 18A will be in production in the second half of 2024. So my prediction Mm-hmm. is at some point in 2024, Intel will announce a delay in production of their Foundry 18A process. I, I'm feeling like that's that's like saying Apple will announce a new version of iOS <laughs> I know. in 2024. <laughs> well, the only thing I'm worried about is it will be delayed, but nobody will know and they won't announce it because they have no Foundry customers. <laughs> that could happen that could happen that just never ship I, I would say if it never ships then then i would i would still count that i would still say well it it may it may be hard to measure unless they want to make uh you know do some pr around it so if they don't announce it and we can't measure it then the prediction doesn't work you know i get that so but my guess is you know actually to give intel some credit they've They're still way overhyping every little thing, but they seem to be They making have nothing else. So. all right. They seem to be making a little progress, so we'll see. <laughs> Sounds like a like a good prediction. So Intel will announce the delay of their Foundry 18A process. Perfect. Sounds good. All right, Jeff. I love that it. means it's yours. All right, and knowing me, I could go anywhere with my predictions. Um. And surprisingly, this, this does not involve Tesla. But now that I, I know what my predictions were last year, I do see a pattern for me too, because I'm going into space again. And my prediction is that we will have only one successful lunar landing in 2024. Mm, that's a good one. And uh, we're, we're already well on our way to uh to that happening because the first uh lunar launch of 2024 has failed before it left Right, orbit right. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't last very long, did it? nope <laughs> nope. yeah for that one it sounds like it was a faulty valve and so it let uh it, it let a tank get overfilled and rupture Well, and, and Artemis is scheduled for a lunar shot this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scheduled. um, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's correct. That's how you Yeah. say I mean, they've it. already they've already pushed out any 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 crewed missions, which was not a surprise. Wouldn't happen. Right. Twenty Well, and the twenty Artemis five. But this was supposed to be launch. this was supposed to be the test, right? The unmanned test. Is that right? Yeah. The unmanned test. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's interesting this. I've just been listening to Feynman's um book, him talking about the Space Shuttle Challenger investigation and sort of the the whole sort of how NASA works thing, and you start thinking, hmm. Yep. NASA and Boeing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boeing, yeah. Boeing, yes, yes, yes. Mine's one out of the sky. Now we do have another uh, uh, commercial lunar launch or private lunar launch that's coming up in the next few weeks. So that will be our next opportunity for, for me to be right or wrong. 
about that. They actually have one, to Jeff. land also on the loon, like a, a rapid it has to disassembly. Be a <laughs> yes, it has to be a to successful moon. lunar landing. Doesn't mean yes. they have to successfully lift off Come again. Back. Yeah, if, that's true. if that's part of the mission, they yeah. just have to successfully land. Yeah, not, not smash smash it into pieces or whatever. <laughs> okay, good one, good one. Um, I'm gonna go with autonomous cars, which is kind of something I've been thinking about recently a little bit more again. I'm going to say Waymo, you know, the company that started in, in the Phoenix area, like in Maricopa County, and then rolled out to San Francisco. Um, mm -hmm. I'm predicting they are finally going to jump all the way into the other side of the continent and have some success, some rolled out somewhere on the East Coast. Some mm -hmm. East Coast city could be anywhere on the eastern side like okay I, I so could it doesn't actually have example. to be a an east coast city with like a port or a beach just that east coast region yeah east coast region okay. maybe i should make that to one fair. east coast in the u.s east coast region i'll say so waymo will roll out to at least one city in the u.s east coast region yeah so i it's I think I mean they're very, very, very careful with their with the technology. They've always been, I mean, remember, like Waymo is the, is the Google company. So I mean like for Google, they've been super careful, like with, yeah. with everything they've been doing. Like mm -hmm. they do not they do not make any step forward until they are hundred percent or or as close to hundred percent as they can get certain that, that it's okay and safe and will work properly. Um so it it's it, that's why you hear so little from them like they're they're just doing their thing they're not they're not flashy they're not blocking anything they're like i mean are they perfect no like the cars make mistakes still but they're they're not the crews that just blocks everything like in san francisco <laughs> and um i think they're they're ready to to jump to the other side and and show that they're not just uh, california or like a, a west coast shop that they can also do that in in places that have different weather or they have, have actual weather like so i think they're they're going to do that that would be interesting they they're actually seem to be doing okay in um san francisco for rides yeah. you know people use yeah. it yeah and I, I i have my friends in i mean phoenix they, they're now extending with new cars in phoenix and and so on and mm. they've been for a long time they've been doing driverless in in phoenix which you know is quite easy. It's usually very flat, and there's barely any weather that you could like call that. So, and the streets, the streets are quite wide and and new and all of that. So, so it's it's a perfect starting ground. And like I, I have friends that use it all the time. And like, it's fine. I wonder or, if uh if if a place like New York would be would be great, but <laughs> I wonder if a place like I, Washington D.C. would be a little bit easier. I was thinking. Yeah, Atlanta. I think. Yeah, I would Atlanta, say New York, Atlanta, New York is probably yeah. too much of a challenge to begin with. Yeah, like, that would I mean, be nuts. Like, <laughs> eventually, maybe, but I think they, they're going to start small, like, or small in a sense of like, have, like a city that is manageable, that's not completely insane traffic wise. Yeah, but I think they're, they're ready for that. And I mean, it's been a while. They've, they've been in San Francisco, I think, like two years at least. A while. And I think it, you know, it, they completely opened it up, you know, it was uh, 
I think it was invite for a while Mm -hmm. and then they completely Yeah, yeah. opened up, you know, it's been a while, six, seven, eight months, a year, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so and I mean San Francisco is not the easiest like to, to navigate. Oh. Huh? No. And, but they started off, like you said, they're very um, methodical. They're not, Mm hmm you know, move fast and break things. They would, they did it in certain uh, districts, district Yeah. by district Mm hmm until they made sure it was working well. Yeah, they've done a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and uh, as I said, for for me, like that approach has always been the the better approach, not the the Tesla. Let's just roll it out to everybody and let's see what happens. Like, Yeah, I don't think move fast and break things is a good thing for self-driving cars. I <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> You probably know, not. it's okay Yeah. for a game on your iPhone, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yep. That Well, is true. um, apparently Ian does not have a reliable connection, reliable service, Yeah, which is unfortunate, um, which is the complete opposite of TSO host, which is super reliable. Yeah. So here, here's the deal. TSO host can give you rock solid uh, web hosting. And they also make it super easy for you to uh, to um, buy domain names. And they uh, they what they're doing is they're taking what they do so well, and they're leveraging that and helping out us here on the British Tech Network. And uh, they're doing that by giving us the bandwidth we need so we can live stream shows to you every single week. And... Um, And the the resources it takes to do that, it's beyond what we would be able to manage on our own. And uh, and yet here we are because TSO Host is helping us out with that. They're also giving us the hosting space we need. So there's a place for the website to live. And they're giving us the server space we need. So all the show recordings are there so you can watch or listen at your leisure. And, and when I say we couldn't be here without their help, That's the truth. We could not be here without their help. So we really, really appreciate what TSO Host is doing for us. And uh, and it's easy for me to sit here and say, thank you, TSO Host, which I do a lot. Seriously, thank you, TSO Host. It's also easy for you to do it. But since you're not here on the show with us right now, what you can do is hop out on social media. And you really should hop out on social media and... Tell TSO hosts that you appreciate that they are here supporting the British Tech Network so that they're getting that that positive feedback to know that that the uh, the way that they are helping the community is having a positive impact. So please go let them know that you appreciate that they are here for BTN. Um, now, if you decide at some point you have the coolest domain name idea ever, then why not buy your domain name through TSO Host? Because it's not going to cost as much because they offer great pricing and they make it super easy to do. So find that domain name, throw it in your cart, and it gets better because you can add the discount code BTN20 and that will get you 20% off your order. Uh, if you need web hosting, throw that in there too. Get 20% off. And it's it's a really really generous thing that they're doing. So take advantage of that too. And thank you, TSO hosts, for being here and supporting the British Tech Network. Speaking of support, Patrice, I 
clearly need your support just well to get through the day in in, in some <laughs> cases but today oh i have not <laughs> uh, no it's always in a good way um today though i i would love to have your help in talking about the the chat do you mind helping with that please oh i don't mind at all i'm very happy to talk about that so we have a really awesome live chat that is um when you head over to chat.britishtechnetwork.com when we are recording you can talk to us live you can like see the links when we're posting them like for example, that SF Chronicle article that uh, Ian mentioned in the pre-show and and put in there, um, you can yeah like interact with us and have fun with us and and see Ben for example is is, is he couldn't join the show but he he still joined the the stream and the live chat. You can talk mm -hmm. to us. It's really cool. And um, like we're recording every Thursday 7 p.m. UK time. And every Friday, so this is the big show, 7 p.m. UK time. And Friday is 4 p.m. UK time for the Mac show, if you're into the Apple side of things. Because usually on the big show, we're like anything except for Apple. Like, we don't talk much about it. Um, so it's just a really cool way to interact with us. But let's say you are, like, you're listening to this in, in the record, one of the many recorded forms. We have the video and the audio up on the website. It's also in your favorite podcast layer of choice, whatever you're using. Um, it's probably also on Spotify somewhere. I have never checked, but I'm pretty sure it's there. It's like every every major platform probably has it. Um, and and you're like, oh, but I really would like to have that link that was mentioned, or the cool thing that we might talk about, or any any of that. And there's like a really really cool way to still get to that. Now we have a chat transcript. There's a little bot in our in our chat, and no, it's not Chuck, and oh. um, it 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 puts it up on our website. We have chat transcripts going all the way back to June 2015. So it's also a fun thing to just go back to a random Thursday or Friday and see what we talked about in that show, because you see the links and and the people do in there and all of that, and um. All you have to do is head over to britishtechnetwork.com forward slash chat. And when you do that, there's a little bit, it asks you for a date and you put in a date that you want to see, for example, today's date, which would be the 11th of January, 2024, January 11, 2024. And if you put that in, you will see everything that we have talked about in the chat. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. It's just so much better when you do it. <laughs> um, all right. So, Ian, you dropped out right as it was time for you to give us your first prediction. So I why didn't you do that? Yeah, I think there's a link between my prediction and why I went away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I'll go with the semi-obvious one, but it's one that I think we will see something like this this year. There will be a scandal of um, financial uh, of some kind of financial systems, which we discover AI was affected was used in the background for the calculations or for some of the work, and that caused that to fail and caused a, a vast loss of money or loss of face for a business where they um, where they were made to look very foolish by using an AI instead of doing stuff the old fashioned way, as it were. 
So that's my so some kind of financial scandal that was caused by an by AI. AI. Did I? Did I? Yeah, yeah. You paraphrased that perfectly. Better okay. than I did. Good. Better than I did. Well, that's fine. I was getting so, there, but yes, some uh, mm -hmm. we'll have some fallout for AI related things. Like I, I wonder also whether we're not going to see some equally fallout from journalism in a broader mm. sense. Where actually that might even be a better one that there's going to be a journalistic scandal involving AI where they're using AI to generate articles that turn out to be right and complete untruths. Could, could we tell that from the real thing though? That was <laughs> exactly. <not 2023. laughs> Exactly, we've already seen that happening. And yeah. I think that's, that's... <laughs> yeah, but financial, yeah, yeah. we haven't seen it. Financial, financial sector is usually very sector. careful. So I, if that mm, happens, yeah, yeah no, I wonder. Be... Yeah, 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 yeah. Financial sector, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I like, I'm waiting I mean, for I don't some... like. I don't like when it's happening, but I like the prediction. Same. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I'm waiting for a public company to do their earnings release written by AI and having a bunch of errors in it. That would be, that would be the best. Oh, oh, did, are you sure that hasn't happened? Yeah. Some companies. Yeah, for what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Deal with me. Ben's windows has closed and he has to leave. Okay. All right, see you later, Ben. <laughs> see you later, Join us for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So that brings us to our round two, our final round for today. And we're going to start over with Tom again. So what is your... Okay. Uh, I have another semiconductor one, but I, I have one that I might need a little bit of help in wording. It's about Google and search. And so my prediction is that Google will announce some sort of major change to their default search that will greatly reduce the number of sponsored results at the top. And I know that's almost impossible to measure, but what I'm trying to get at is Google search has gotten so terrible <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the sponsored results and there's so much there's a lot of pressure you know in terms of uh, LLMs and you know banging and everything else but I, I, I think it's a worthy prediction because Google has such mm -hmm. a dominance that it's going to take you know a, a major seismic shift for them to be forced to make changes Anyway, so I'd like to make some sort of a prediction that Google will clean up search in some way that will look much better to the end users. So I phrased it this way. A major change to Google's default search that greatly reduces sponsored results at the top. Does that sound right? That's good. Okay. I, I think this is a very much a long shot, and mostly I'm just very hoping it happens. <laughs> It's, I think it's very much a long shot. I think if this were to happen, it would follow um, um, uh, court action. like Maybe. Or, Maybe that would be this, action, right. right. Where they, they are compelled by government agencies. Because it's uh, certainly not competition that's going to force them to do it. That's right. a good angle. I like that angle. Maybe I should start lobbying, lobbying my... Congressional representatives. <laughs> you you totally totally should. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hop to it. Yeah. I like that one. 
reserve like a week for them and like come with a, <laughs> like a big list and just say like I have a million things that I want you to do. <laughs> right. I love this plan. Yeah, I like that plan too. Uh, that means Jeff, it's your turn. Okay. So my my next prediction is uh, back on Earth, and uh, <laughs> and it, and it involves rabbit. And this is the rabbit that at CES introduced the R1, a little AI assistant uh, box thing that you carry with you. And I'm, and I'm making this clear because it's not rabbit the sex toy. And, uh, and I understand with me, it's necessary to make these distinctions. Um, so rabbit, the company that makes the R1 uh, AI assistant device that was announced at CES, they, before the end of the year, are going to announce that they are being bought by another company. Wow. So Rabbit will be bought by another company. Yes. Or Rabbit will announce that they will be bought. No. They they will announce because I think it will be too fast to uh to actually make an acquisition happen and close yeah. by December 31st. Mm -hmm. Do you think that because they're doing well, Jeff? I think it's because it's their business model. And I'm totally mm -hmm. speculating here, but I but looking at what they've made, what they're charging, and what they're promising, I don't think they have a sustainable business model with the product. Mm -hmm. And I think the business model is let's make this really interesting, potentially useful technology, and then let's sell the company to someone. I, I think I think the end result or or the end goal is a short-term company purchased by another company. And the and the easiest way for them to get their their product and capital happening was to set it up the way they did so they can be bought. Yes, I'm totally speculating here, but <laughs> there you go. Don't have any inside information that you're gonna turn into a lot of money. If Not I in did, the stock market. If I if did, you did, you could. really think that would have been my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> you're just covering your tracks. You've already made yeah. place to bets, right? <laughs> That's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Solid diversion, okay. Jeff. Come on. So I was kind of I was kind of thinking either I could go with a search topic like like uh, Tom did, but I think I'm just gonna stick with the obvious, which is that this is the year that the Twitter, the hellhole, also known as X, will file for bankruptcy. <laughs> One can only hope. Yes, <laughs> has to happen. Thank you. It's it seems so likely that at some point it has to happen. <laughs> Exactly, and I'm I'm just willing. Like it, I I will I will I'm whatever sixty percent sure I'm gonna be wrong, but who cares? I just want it to happen by me predicting it. Maybe that pushes it over the edge. Who knows? Well, it, I I think what we're seeing is how resilient you know a product like Twitter can be. You know, based on the network effect and all that stuff, how strong that is. There are still so many people, a lot of journalists and stuff that just won't leave Twitter. Oh, step by step, they're leaving. It's step by step. Every, every day there's mm. like an, one or other announcement. No, what it shows is just how much money 
is is actually also in there like if if yeah. they had no money like left they would have shut down like so fast because i mean if you can't pay anything like not even your people or your servers then like your company goes away i mean this just shows you like how like how much money is 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 in there yeah, well, well if you're, if you're or and, and you wonder what it's bills. like working in yeah. the accounting department at Twitter trying to <laughs> do the do, they, do you think they still have an accounting department? <laughs> hey, that's a good point. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's just yeah. Elon yeah. goes to the website and saying, "Nope, not paying that one." Okay, I'll pay. That. Nope, not paying <laughs> that one. That's what I'm thinking. That's sadly, in in a very scary way, also totally plausible at this point. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't think anybody would want to put their name next to anything that company is doing on the financial side anymore. So you're right oh, on no. the financial side, especially. Mm -hmm. All right, Ian, you have the honor to yeah. give us the last prediction for this year. I'm gonna. I I, I debated whether to go for something EV and batteries, and I I changed my <laughs> mind. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with something else. I predict this will be the first year we see the prevalence of Google Chrome as the top browser. We'll start to see more and more users moving to either Edge or alternatives, but not using Chrome. So I'm, the, I'm speculating the market this on share of Chrome will, Chrome will reduce. Yeah. will start to reduce. I think people might uh, start finding um, it again. Uh, Hooking into something Tom was talking about, be fed up of Google so, stealing every bit of their information that they might move away from. They might start moving away from Edge towards Safari uh, if you're on the Mac world and if you're not Edge mm. in everywhere else, including Linux. So, uh, so you mean Chrome proper, the Chrome browser, the not Chrome browser, Chrome, the, the Google, the branded, Chrome, the branded. The branded Chrome browser, as opposed to Edge, because Edge is a brand, is the Chromium engine branded up by mm. Microsoft. So yeah, okay, yeah, it. okay. It currently, I'm checking. It currently has sixty four percent. Yeah, yeah, that's what I so, see too. So let's yeah, yeah. let's take that as a as a benchmark. Yeah, it will have a reduction in its market mm -hmm. share. All right. All right. So at the end of the year, it needs to be below sixty four percent. Yeah, put that number in there so we know what it was. And that can be wrong. <laughs> it says I'm old, I don't care. Yeah. But yeah. Market share of Google Chrome will reduce to below 64%. percent yeah. And okay. we're watching this carefully now this year. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's incredible how much, how much share they have, you know. But yeah. it, uh, it's... If people are buying new PCs and start dumping their kit and they're changing over, Google Chrome will start to disappear because people will just use what's installed, which is why IE had a, such a, a, a prevalence in the market for so long. It's what's installed on the computer. So they'll have edge. Mm -hmm. But that will help that push itself up the market, particularly if lots of people buy new Windows 11 machines, maybe. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people that don't really pay attention to browsers. Like you say, when they get a new PC now, if they're on Windows, they just use Edge. Half they the use whatever's there. They don't even, they they don't even really know what they're using. Yeah. No, no, they yeah. don't. No, that's completely it. No, yeah, from their but, perspective, uh, they're Edge using still, Facebook. 
Yeah, <laughs> <true>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, That's but so Edge true. still only has almost 5%. It's tiny. So what's the third place? I'm, I've not got the, the stats. Uh, so. Edge is the third place. Safari has about 18, 18 and a half. Oh, right. And then Firefox about three, Opera about two, Samsung Internet about two, two, two and a half. I'm really yeah, surprised how far Firefox is. Slipped. Yeah, well, I have, I'm, yeah, I've, I've gone back to Firefox as my default browser these days. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not surprised. Um, not not surprised at all. No, I I think I think most people don't even know Firefox exists. It it, it is, and I and I don't mean this in a negative way. It's a niche product that appeals to a small set of people. The the term I want to use is neckbeards, but <laughs> some I've had a shell. I've been to the barbers today. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any neckbeard. Yeah, and but yeah. none of us have a neckbeard. Um it's yeah, it's people that that have a higher level of technical knowledge in this space, I think are more inclined to gravitate towards Firefox. Mm-hmm. And the average user, no. Yeah. Yeah, I I got rid of Chrome just because of all the shenanigans that Google is doing. And I'm on a Windows machine at all. And I don't want to use Edge. I don't like I've tried it. It's okay. It's not my favorite. I just just full of adverts. Right. (laughs) I love that we do have options. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Safari, Safari, the current Safari and Firefox is is where I am. I might, I might go back and use Vivaldi again, but I'm just starting to find it a little bit too much, too much, a lot, too much, too many things going on that I didn't need. So I'm a big fan of, of Safari, and not because it's a default, but because Apple has. I mean, one, it's it's still and it's still an open source project. Like people forget mm. about it. Yeah, WebKit. Yeah. At least the WebKit is still there, and and um, I mean, I I know some people behind it, and like they they've been very very, like, they've been heavily investing in supporting standards, supporting new standards, and all that. They've really learned that okay, we we have to do that, and they're they're. In some cases, even better than Chrome, like more advanced. So I'm I'm quite happy with what they're doing. Is it perfect? No, like no, none of the browsers are, but it's, it's quite quite good. It is a good browser. It would be my browser of choice, except for the fact that Apple has locked down Safari in such a way that it uh, prohibits developers from doing some of the things with their plugins that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Rakona cannot work on Safari ever. But Safari has basically the functionality of Rakona built in. It, it yeah, but the part of, yes. of the functionality I need really is the mm-hmm. part that goes beyond what Safari offers. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. If all I needed was tab grouping. The tab grouping and profiles now. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. then that would be fine. But there's yeah. there's a lot more I'm doing with Workona. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. It, I I understand that there's always a trade off with with extensions as well. Like there's there's the security side and there's the functionality side. And... Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, and I'm not bagging on Apple for this. Yeah, because maybe that will change. Yeah, it might change. Um, but for what I need, I mm. I can't use Safari as my daily driver. Yeah. I'd like to because I mean, of the joined upness between my iPad, my phone, my my computer. Mm-hmm. It just makes so much sense. 
But there's a way, but now with the way the um, uh, I can remember the name of the functionality when I open a page up on my phone, it then pops up on my uh, on my taskbar, and I can just bounce over continuity, continuity, yeah. continuity, yeah, and it, then it yeah. then it throws it into my default browser. So mm. it's not a problem. It doesn't work if that browser happens to be Valdi Chrome or whatever it is. It will just throw it into that. So it's great. Mm. I really yeah. enjoy that that kind of functionality, and yeah. I'm very sort of very happy with that so i use safari everywhere everywhere else apart from my computer where i'll use mm -hmm. whatever my browser of the week is hour month day you know <laughs> how I, you know why i am with these things i play i play because it's interesting it's yeah I like so this stuff. i i want to give you the chance for some non-graded predictions if you have anything on your list that you didn't that you didn't pick that you still want to throw in there let me know i have one for you all right OpenAI is going to lose uh, one of their legal battles. Copyright could be, and 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 I'm leaving it as legal battle as opposed to lawsuit mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there there are some legal related battles that they have that that um, may not turn into. A, a full-blown lawsuit that ends yeah. up in court. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, I think one. that's quite likely. I think, I mean, they're, they're banned. They're so popular that if everybody's probably trying to sue them. And too, mm -hmm. I think they're, they're doing some sketchy shit. So. Mm -hmm. I, did, I think I just read something today that OpenAI is in discussion with places like CNN to license the content. To license content, I guess. Yeah. Something like mm -hmm. that. Which would be an interesting turn. Mm -hmm. yeah. They've, they've been stealing it and they know they're facing potential lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So no okay. Anybody got anything else? Uh, I'll, I'll give you one that I skipped over, which is sure. uh, some mainstream cell phone manufacturer. So not a open source. DIY project, a mainstream cell phone manufacturer will announce a RISC-V-based Android phone. So a non-ARM RISC-V-based Android phone. I like that one. Based Android phone, okay. I think it's unlikely because RISC-V seems to be more in simple, simpler yeah. IoT things, but maybe somebody will do it oh someone will someone i mean some like someone like samsung would totally try that just because they can sure right and it's a uh, risk v the uh, roman five patrice oh okay just to be clever uh, oh, and i'll throw one in that we'll we'll start to see in this coming year developments in reducing the size of batteries in evs Okay. So we actually have seen significant improvements in the size of and size and efficiency of the batteries in EVs. There's all that stuff going on with sodium. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some some has already happened because uh, VW announced that they're shipping cars with new. And oh, I think right. some some was it BYD, some Chinese manufacturer. Yeah, uh, BYD. Actually, no, never mind. BW in China is doing that. Not in Europe. Yeah, they could be they could be hooking up with BYD yeah, yeah. then. Yeah, something like BYD, that. whatever they're called, because those are doing yeah. stuff that's clever. They're they're doing mm -hmm. some very clever. They're bringing. Yeah. Is it them that's bringing the Tesla competitor in? That's mm -hmm. going to be incredibly. It's going to have a really good range. 
yeah, I think they they just overtook Tesla in in like numbers yep. of EVs shipped yep. in the world. Yeah, so which is not a, not a big surprise because like, just how big China is. So. I want to see Nevs. I want to see Nevs do something because that's the uh, mm. parts of parts of that relate to the old company, the uh, the cars I love, Saabs, that are mm. related to them. So I'd like to see them do something, but uh, they're still very much sort of in the background. I mm. think. I have also one. I'm saying Google finally finally gets some serious competition in the search market, kind of going along with with what what Tom what you said, like yeah, they might so be forced horrible. to to change something. <laughs> yeah, that, that I think they might actually like that that might actually lead to some actual competition because currently there is none. I mean, Bing is not even like Bing is probably the second. Bing and DuckDuckGo are probably the next two biggest, right. and they're yeah basically nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing with DuckDuckGo, and I'm quite I'm quite enjoying DuckDuckGo as a as a search engine. It seems okay. I mean, I get the same. It's okay, but it, they they they're doing ads as well, and their the results are not. not yeah, there are some ad driven. You can see there's some ad commercially driven yeah, results, it, so. which is fine. I mean, the, I I understand the ads to some extent. Make a living. Yeah, exactly. Somehow, either you are paying for it, or if it's free, then you, someone has to pay something for it. So I I totally get that. It's it's more the quality of the results that I'm not happy yeah. with. I yeah, I, I'm with you, Patrice. So yeah, what's, just, the, it, what's the best it, alternative now, though, to have a play yeah, with? That, 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 is, that is a really difficult question. Like, I would have, like, if you had asked me, like, four weeks ago, I would have said KG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> not then, anymore. But, but then, but then they, they kind of, um, they're now, um, they're, they're now partnering with, um, crap, what was the company? Bird? No. Something oh. with a B. I'm blanking on it now. The horrible one of the it's it's another company like also in the search space or horrible like homophobic everything right and when when someone like basically brought it up in, in one of the KG discussions the like the owner basically shut it down and said well we don't do politics we just do technology like that bullshit oh well he actually said politics yes. <laughs> or regulation gets in the way of innovation yeah and 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 so that um, yeah so you know when when you I think it was you who first brought up KG as a pick, right? Was it you or Jeff? No, it was it was Jeff. Actually. It was Jeff. I, I brought it after afterwards because I really liked it. It's from the quality perspective. I've not found. I, I looked like after the KG thing happened. I, I'm I'm still looking for alternatives um, because I'm not going back to Google and I'm not going back to DuckDuckGo. I need like a another option, but none of the ones I found so far are as good. Well, so that's the only thing with KG. It is actually quite good from a product perspective. Well, after after you guys talked about it, I, I looked it up because you said it was in, somebody said it was in Palo Alto, and I looked it up, and the guy Vladimir whatever, mm. and I thought because we jokingly said you should try to get him on the show, <laughs> and yeah. so I was gonna ping him, and then all this stuff started coming. I'm like, mm. eh, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> maybe not, maybe. maybe not. I mean, unless unless he wants to announce that that he's like maybe changing his mind, and then he could come on the show and announce that. Yeah, that would help. That would be all right. <laughs> that will be okay. Yeah, as I said, I'm really sad about that because KG yeah. was so far, it's from the product perspective, very polished. The quality so far for me has been really good. Um, so I would have been a really good contender, but it's the, the tech pro thing that I just can't yeah. work with. Yeah. yeah. That's a no. So disappointing. Super disappointing. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think that is it for the predictions for this year. 
All right. Let's see how many. Uh, oh, like whether we make more than zero this year. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ooh, let's go for one. <laughs> <laughs> let's go for one. So what what I'm seeing is that uh, is that anything we do is at least as good as our 2023 predictions. <laughs> totally. And it could potentially totally. be better. Could be massively better since we could only be. have six predictions. Like every single one is worth more. Actually, well, so. by definition in mathematics, if we get one right, it will be no. infinitely better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's true. Yeah, that is true. All right, and uh, and we are actually already over an hour, so let's just wrap up, and we'll start cool things again next week. Okay. And so mm -hmm. with that, thank you so much to all three of you for being here and uh, and making my my Thursday infinitely better. All of you absolutely rock. Uh, Patrice, where can people find you? Well, I'm I'm here every week on the big show on Thursdays and also tomorrow and every Friday on the Mac show where we talk about the Apple side of, of tech news. And there is actually a bunch of stuff happening, surprisingly enough. Mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't think so in January. I mean, we also have to talk about CES next week on the big show. So that's definitely mm -hmm. going to happen. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you can find out everything about me on my website, thepatrice.com. That's the domain redirects like the social media links, the podcast, the projects, like literally everything that I'm doing is on there. And if you want to listen to really cool people talk about food and food-related stories and memories and just everything that goes with that, head over to Foodie Flashback for my interview show called Foodie Flashback, foodieflashback.com, I should say. Awesome. Awesome. All right. And uh, Tom, where can people find you? People can find me probably best on Mastodon. I am Tom F at sfba.social. And uh, thanks for a very fun show today. SFBA, great server. Okay. It is a great server. Like I have a lot of good people on that one. Nice, nice. And Ian, where can people find you? People can find me this week all, uh, and most times on LinkedIn. I will be there. That's usually the easiest place to find me, Ian Brown, work for Veeam. Otherwise, I'm here on the big show every Thursday. Won't be here next week, so I'll be in Dublin. We're doing a, a launch event, so I should be having fun and getting drunk in Dublin. I mean, working in Dublin. <laughs> and, and, and doing you won't get drunk in Dublin? <laughs> Maybe. I might well have booked a Jameson's Whiskey tour. There's a group of us going to have a look at some Jameson's Whiskey, so that should be fun. But yeah, yeah, next week I'm... I'm doing the uh, presenter co-hosty thing, which will be fun. Nice. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. We'll have fun next week. I shall. I'll be back the week after. But otherwise, I'm on the BATN. You'll find me occasionally in the Slack room making random questions. I will answer random questions. <laughs> awesome. All right. Then for me, Jay Gamut on the social medias. I am uh, active right now on Mastodon on Instagram and uh, Threads. And then for shows, you have to see. think about that one. Like yeah, well, on Instagram and threads. Well, <laughs> see, I'm getting more active on threads, and um, um, it's it's a process. Anyhow, yeah. All right. So then for shows, uh, Tuesdays, Chuck Joiner's Mac Voices Live. Then Thursdays, 
Dave Ginsburg's In Touch with iOS. And uh, um, then here on the British Tech Network, Thursdays for the big show, Fridays for the Mac show. Also, Brian Chaffin and I do The Context Machine. And let's see. Yeah, that's all the stuff I do regularly. Um, so with that, thank you again to the three of you for being just so awesome. And I cannot wait to see how uh, we do with our predictions over this year. And uh, congratulations. Um, oh, what did we decide your title was, Patrice? <laughs> um, What was it? Hi, big, queen. Big BS princess. <laughs> <Big BS. laughs> Hi, queen of, I don't the, know. of, of, of yeah. the BS. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes, Her Majesty Patrice. Nicely done. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So everyone else, all of you that are here with us, Thank you for being part of the show. Everyone that participates in the live chat, thank you for being there. All of you that watch or listen to the recordings later on, thank you for being part of the BTN family as well. Tia host, thank you for being here and supporting us. Give them some online love, people. Ewan, thank you for being you. Muller, thanks for making sure we have people for shows. All of you that are... Uh, contributing to help support the the new show thank you for doing that and if you're not um checking out the new show seriously people what's wrong with you kyle is amazing it's it is your best um short dose tech news that you can get just do five it. minutes or less if five you're listening on one x which i'm not yeah there you go so do it and keep money coming in so we can keep that show going. And um, uh, let's see. Did I did I th actually get through thanking everyone that I always thank? I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. All right. Well, then with that, join us tomorrow for the Mac show. Yes, there's plenty to talk about, even though it's only the beginning of the year. And uh, and then don't forget to tune in next Thursday for the big show where we will have plenty to talk about because of CES. Mm -hmm. And uh, and with that, everyone have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you tomorrow and also next week.